you guys here again? <laughs> what? Do you want another podcast episode? Is that is that why you're back? Don't. I mean, I don't want to assume, but you know, since I'm talking to a camera, kind of have to assume that you're back for another episode. So let's get started. Excellent. All right, I don't know how that looked because I uh, just assumed that I was fully out of frame before walking across, so hopefully mission accomplished. Um, I feel very pretty now because I've painted my nails. I haven't, I usually do either like long nails because my nails are like super short because um, they get thin if they're long, so I'm like, you know, I don't like growing them out because they get thin, but if I don't have fake nails on, and like long, beautiful fake nails. I like having my hands painted and I haven't painted my nails in a long time because it's just kind of, it's just kind of a lot of work, but it's also not a lot of work. It takes like 10 minutes maybe because I use gel polish. So it cures in like two seconds, you know, 30 seconds each hand and then that's it. And I also painted my toes, but I'm not going to show my feet because you got to pay for that. <laughs> Everybody always says that. And I've thought about it. I think if I were to sell images of a part of my body I don't think I don't know because I've never done it but I don't think I would feel that weird sending pictures of my feet I don't think come again never done it don't know for sure but I have a feeling I wouldn't care much I don't know I don't really know don't know so I guess we'll cross that field when we if we get there. Um, yeah. My fiance and I just got in and out also. We haven't had it in a long time because usually it's not. I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but in and out sometimes isn't the most filling. It's just kind of you eat a burger and fries and then you're still hungry like five minutes later, you know? I don't know if that's just us, but typically it's not the most filling. So we haven't gotten it in a while. Usually we'll do the habit if we want a burger, um, but I try to cook more just because I like cooking and it's better to eat when you cook and you feel more fulfilled and the food tastes really you know all the things from cooking duh but we got in and out and I uh, said I'm not going to eat before I film because if I eat before I film I'm going to get really tired I can't eat in and out during the daytime either because if I eat in and out during the day I'm going to want to like I'm just laid out I'm tired it just makes me feel all like Let's just lay here and watch TV. You know, like it just makes me feel tired. And I guess that's because it's in and out. My little sister says it's called in and out because it goes, it goes in you and then out you like that. So I'm trying to get the chair comfy. So this week I wanted to talk about because also sorry for the screaming and the background noise. I can't really do anything about it. The neighbors have kids and they're all playing outside. So Hopefully the audio isn't too bad, but um, this week, because uh, our wedding is coming up literally one month from tomorrow, I wanted to talk about how doable it is, depending on the type of wedding you want to have, to plan a wedding in six months or less. Because we planned our wedding, we started, he proposed in February, we had our baby in May, and then we started planning, planning. I think by July, maybe, 
right? July, August, September, October, November. Yeah, so maybe like July. And uh, it's totally been working out. There have been little parts where I'm like, oh shit, how are we going to do this? Oh God, how are we going to do this? But everything has literally worked out so great. It's like the coolest thing. We found a venue for a very affordable price. We like way affordable compared to any wedding venue you'd think if you're going to like rent a banquet hall or something like less than $500 to rent the church and the, the fellowship hall where we're having the reception, um, made the centerpieces myself. I might include a video maybe of what they look like, but maybe not. I don't know. I probably will. Cause they look really pretty and I'm very proud of them. I made them with my, um, with my bridesmaids, my maid of honor. So basically just my sisters and my one friend, Faith. I have more than one friend, but she's like the best friend, you know. We all made them and then I had to go make more and then we elevated them. Originally they were, so for the listener, not the viewer, for the listener, the centerpieces were going to be on this circular mirrored frame, um, black circular exterior with a mirror in the middle and then three different leveled wine glasses so a tall a medium and a short inside the wine glass is a fake rose and then on top of the wine glass we lined the the rim or the edge of the cup because we flip them upside down so that the part you drink out of is on the glass and then the rose is inside that so it kind of looks like a snow globe vibe and then the top has a ring of these really pretty like fake rubies and then these glass beads so it's red and white or red and clear and then a candle in the middle and they look gorgeous so originally they were going to be on these black mirror frame thingies right so we finished making them I didn't get to make any of them because when we made them the baby was being really fussy so I just got to held her I got to hold her. I got to hold her and walk around and just kind of watch them make the things, which kind of bummed me out because I love crafting. I'm a very crafty person, which is why I wanted to make the centerpieces. But my older sister found everything at Dollar Tree, which was super cool. So also made us save some bucks. So we finished making them and I realized that I don't really like the way they look on the mirror. Plus also, okay, we used Gorilla Glue gel gorilla glue gel they have a pro tip pro gel whatever the heck and we use that it reacted to the glass badly so it it like frosted the glass and the mirror everything like had this like frosted look after it dried when we started gluing them, they look great, look awesome, cool, whatever. Then the next day, my sister goes back and looks at them because we did them all at our at my parents' shop. And the glasses and the mirror and the stones, everything had like this frosty, like f- frost look to it. Hazy kind of look. So the glass and the glue did not mix, which we didn't know. So... My older sister suggested we elevate the centerpieces. I might include the video now instead of before so that it's like more of a reveal. Uh, To elevate them, 
because my parents do custom lighting, they had all these extra, they're like this big around, this, yeah, like this thick, that thick. I'm trying to show the thickness and the, the round, but it's not working. So they're like this thick and they're like this big around, maybe like that big around. The kids outside are being insane, so I'm so sorry for the audio, but the wooden pieces were for a job. They ended up getting a bunch extra and not needing them. They have bark on them. They're very rustic looking. And because our wedding's going to be in December, it's going to be a very... Hang on. Holy shit, the kids in the neighborhood are so, so, so fucking loud sometimes. It's cool. I love that there's kids that play around and hang out, but damn. They love screaming. What is it with kids and screaming? Anyways, so the centerpieces. We had these pieces of wood, these blocks of wood, chunks of wood with bark and December wedding, rustic vibe. Cool. So my older sister suggested we put the glasses on the wood instead of the mirrored frame thingy. And OMG, it elevated the look by like 10. Like they went from looking like, okay, like Dollar Tree for sure you could tell to like, wow. These are actually super freaking awesome looking because they're on these nice thick chunks of wood. And and then my mom came up with the idea to put fresh ivy because they have ivy growing. My parents have ivy growing through their yard to put fresh ivy um, around the pieces of wood once we put them on the table. So around the center pieces, we're going to have some ivy overlaid. And then my older sister says no, but you know. It's not her wedding, so uh, we're going to do some glitter sprinkled on top, and they just look freaking sick. They look super, super, super nice. They look super nice. And then for the one that's going to be on Alex and my table, because we're going to have our special bridal table, um, we made it a little bit extra, just, you know, bigger candles, more, more zhuzh, you know? And to make all of those was less than 150 bucks, maybe like 130 for all of those and I made 12 of them and there's three glasses per centerpiece so if you like crafting or if you don't like crafting I'll do them for you but if you like crafting super doable making your own centerpieces especially if you like crafting because then you can make them how you want they can look how you want you can mess around with them you can play with it and then it's something that you made and I'm gonna do a little Surprise. That's how my little sister used to say surprise when she was younger. She couldn't say surprise, so she'd say surprise. A surprise is um, at the end of the night, I'm just going to tell everybody to take home a centerpiece. Because there's only 12 of them. We're going to take home ours, and then everyone else can grab one or not or whatever. So that'll be kind of a cool little take-home thing I'm excited to do. Yeah. Yeah, but planning a wedding is doable if you are easy I don't know I don't I mean I don't know I'm not a wedding planner I have friends that are wedding planners one of my one of my very close friends who uh is super awesome she is a wedding planner and um she told me that she's excited to be able to go to a wedding that she's not planning which I can completely understand because she's slammed all wedding season which I guess is like beginning of May, end of April, beginning of May until like November, I think, or something like that. Like wedding season, it's, it's a, like wedding season is long. So she's had weddings every single weekend for months. 
and she's just killing it she's awesome and I've asked her she's like if you need anything let me know like if you need any resources or any you know extra little things I have some stuff that I could lend you so just let me know and so that's been super helpful and super cool Alex's cousins have been really helpful some of them have things we can borrow for like a picture area and um you know willing to help us set up the reception the cool thing about the the church that we're we're going with um is it's my little sister's church that she goes to and they are super easy to work with like they're super easy super cool um it's been very simple to work with them to figure out things to ask if we can use this or if we can borrow that or whatever we're getting the chairs and tables from the church so that's not an extra cost or an extra thing we have to worry about picking up dropping off making sure they don't get broken whatever the heck else and it's just I'm I am still kind of in awe about how flowy and flawless everything has gone thus far you know it's super cool it makes me really happy makes me really happy and makes me excited because I was for sure worried I was like damn okay so after we had the baby Alex and I talked and I was like when do you want to get married like when when do you want to do that and he was like I don't know when do you want to get married and I've always kind of wanted a December wedding I've always thought that would be you know nice and cool because cold time is my favorite time I'm wearing a sweater it's chilly out and I'm so happy first sweater of the of the year well no first sweater of of this cold season because it was pretty cold at the beginning of the year but Alex asked me when I wanted to get married and I said I was like kind of like a winter wedding would I've always thought would be cool and his birthday's in December my birthday's beginning ish beginning ish of January so he was like well I don't want to get married too close to you know birthdays and and I was like yeah and then also Christmas and so we were originally gonna go at December 10th or the 17th but the church isn't available those days and so December 3rd is is our wedding day and that's even better because it's the beginning of the month so it's not really close too close to Christmas and we don't have to worry about you know people being out of town yet for Christmas or anything like that which is cool and everything it's just it's just all for the bajillionth time bajillion is my favorite number for the bajillionth time it has all worked out so well and so cool and I'm just I'm just so excited it'll be it'll be awesome it'll be awesome yeah I was never the one, like the little girl to be like, oh, my wedding, oh, the reception, oh, the blah, blah, blah. I just have always wanted to be married, but like never thought about the getting married part, you know? Like I've always just been like, yeah, I want to be married. Yeah, I would love a husband. I've always thought about the being married part, not the getting married part. And when Alex and I started talking about wedding stuff, he was like, well, I've kind of always thought about the getting married part and not like ever being married I didn't think I was gonna get married not necessarily I didn't really know it was gonna happen for me which was really sweet because I didn't know it was gonna happen for me this quick and I am so grateful 
especially with the way everything is going in the world right now, I feel so fortunate to have found him and to have a beautiful baby with him and soon get to call him my husband. Ew, what? I have a husband and daughter soon? <laughs> Not like ew, but like, like what? That's so weird because I still feel like I'm a kid. I still like kid things. Like I'm, I still feel like I'm a child. So to say that I have a daughter and that I'm going to have a husband. What? Ah. <laughs> uh. It's like my inner child. My older sister said this the other day. She was like, my inner child, like whenever I like have to get all my things ready to go and I'm like, oh, I need my bags and my keys and my whatever. Um, my inner child is just so like, ah, you're doing the thing that you always wanted to do when you were a kid. And I was like, oh my God, I feel that same way. Like when I'm going to leave and I have to get the baby and the my lunch bag and my water and my purse and my keys and I have to make sure that I have my purse and my keys because I'm a grown person and I need to have my purse and keys. Like I just, the little kid in me is like, ah, you're doing the thing you always saw your mom do and you get to do it so cool. Also, sorry if you're wearing headphones and that was loud, but the kid in me is very excited. I just feel very happy right now. I wasn't sure how this episode was going to go. I just feel very happy right now. I'm going to cut that part. Cut that. So, yeah. Wedding planning is doable. And my friend who's the wedding planner, she said she has seen couples. Before I had the baby, we were hanging out. And she we were talking about the wedding and stuff. And she said that she's seen multiple couples. Or not multiple. She's heard stories and she's had a couple break up just because the wedding like because the wedding planning was going so difficult or they weren't able to get things that they wanted or it was like the pandemic had they had to move their wedding date or something um she said that she saw a couple break break up over planning their wedding which just like that feels like such a bummer you know like if you can't stick together when you're planning the thing that's going to legally bind you together why are you doing it you know what I mean like like if you can't figure out how you want to get married together without that being an issue how are you guys gonna be married to each other you know what I mean like you know I don't know like we're we're doing um because it's a church the pastor wants to get to know us better so we're doing a weekly meeting with him leading up to the wedding so we just met with him again today super cool dude easy to talk to um he's not too preachy which is cool he's just you know he's having us read a christian marriage book and he's having us read parts of the bible and you know like i'm not a proclaimed christian or a proclaimed catholic or a proclaimed anything i believe in the universe and i believe in energy and i believe things are supposed to happen for a reason and that kind of stuff i'm not saying i don't believe in god or jesus or anything like that i'm just saying that that's not what is that's not my jam you know so we've been doing these meetings with him and it's just cool to it's cool to do it because at first we were kind of like i don't know if we because he said it was an option he was like it's optional but if you guys want to do premarital counseling or you know whatever i think that yeah premarital counseling um we can totally do that and then (laughs) 
we book the church and whatever and he goes okay cool so we'll start meeting on Wednesdays um (laughs) and so we just you know started doing it but that's what she said but it's been going really well and it's been super cool and it's cool to you know talk about the meaning of marriage from a very Christian perspective you know the book that we um that he's having us read in the first chapter the guy who wrote it and the guy wrote it with his wife the guy who wrote it said like seven times how painful marriage is which Alex and I both were confused about what he meant because you know marriage is painful that sounds like marriage is painful and so then when we met up with the pastor he was like so what did you guys think of this chapter we're like well the the guy says that marriage is painful so many times what's that about and the way he explained it was that you know your partner is the person who can bring you up the most and who can in turn bring you down the most in a different way than your parents or your siblings or your friends because they are your partner in you know life and love and so many different aspects that they can really shoot you up to the sky and they can really bring your ass right back down you know like if Alex says something to me that I don't want to hear it can totally bum me out or vice versa and if he says something to me that you know makes me feel really good then it brings me up you know and it's just cool to hear someone explain what that means from their point of view because we were both very um, not into that idea but when you explain that marriage is painful in the sense that your partner can hurt you just by being the person that you depend on being the person that you look look to as your best friend and partner and you know all that stuff it was just cool to have that perspective be brought in because I never would have thought of it never would have thought of that I would have just been like marriage is painful yeah for you douchebag (laughs) yeah so yeah but very excited to get married it'll be cool it'll be cool I didn't want to have a reception at first honestly and it took Alex a very long time to tell me whether or not he wanted to have one because I was all about the ceremony part I was like the ceremony walking down the aisle saying vows doing all that that's what's important to me you know the the reception we could do it we could have our reception our wedding reception on our one-year wedding anniversary and have like a reception party you know or we could do it you know, at the end of January to like celebrate our birthdays all together and kind of do like wedding reception, birthday party, hangout thing instead, you know? And I told him, I was like, it's up to you. If you want to have a reception, you tell me and we'll do it. If you don't, then I'm just going to work on the ceremony because the reception's not the really important part for me. And so he eventually said, I want to have a reception. I for sure want to have a reception. And so then that's what got the ball rolling and once it got once he said that everything else started to work out like super super well super well his he's got a you know a bajillion cousins and one of them does tacos so we got our food we got our food guy taco vendor it's perfect you know we're gonna do it like a 
Oh, I can't say some things because some things have to be a surprise. But it's just cool because, you know, there's many, many things that you see everywhere. Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. I don't look at Facebook anymore because it kind of sucks. But Pinterest and Instagram, I have gotten a couple ideas from there that I like and that we will be applying to the wedding. Here's an idea. I saw this one. Because I've always liked the disposable camera idea, like having a basket of disposable cameras or putting one on each table so that the guests can take the pictures and then you get them developed later on. But I saw this one idea where the couple gave a disposable camera to everybody in their bridal party and then they didn't get them um, developed until their first wedding anniversary. So they didn't get them developed for a year which I kind of super like that idea. I think that idea is very cool. But I want, because we're going to have kids at the wedding and they're going to, you know, there's like some little ones like three and four, but then there will be like 11, 12. And I think it would be cool if everybody got to take some pictures and then we waited a year to develop them. Because if the little kid gets like a picture from, you know, their perspective, I just think that's a cool idea. So that's something that I'm excited to see. And, uh, yeah, it'll just be, it'll just be an experience. And it's cool that I get to have it. (laughs) It's cool that I get to have it. And it's cool that my little baby gets to be there. Like, I know, I know, get married, then have the baby. But we didn't. We did it in reverse. (laughs) That's what she said. And we are... We are getting married after we had the baby. And it's cool because our baby gets to be in our wedding. And she has got her pretty little dress. And she's going to look all beautiful and be a silly little baby. I think she's going to be crawling by the wedding. But my mom doesn't think so. My mom thinks not. She's trying super hard though. So she's got a month to get her shit together. And get her ass crawling. Because if she can, she can crawl down the aisle. Which would be really cute. And I don't care if she'd get dirty. It's not like it's dirty. It's a church, you know. It's carpet. (sighs) Yeah. But, uh... Enough about wedding. The weather. (laughs) Am I right? Rain last night. Cold today. I was driving with the windows down. There's like hairs in my nose. Sorry, I keep wiping my nose. I watch these back and I'm like, ew, stop wiping your nose. But there's hairs and it's because we have cats and that is the reason why. So it's colder, right? I'm finally able to wear sweaters, right? Which I love. Uh, Having a little baby though, I got to buy her clothes. I went shopping with her and bought her little baby long sleeve clothes because it's been cold and we had to buy her pajamas because she likes to kick the blankets off. So we we bought her little baby, super duper soft little baby onesies with feet for sleeping. And I had to go and buy her some ones that aren't for sleeping because obviously she's a baby and knows the difference between her pajamas and her regular clothes. But I kind of think she does because every time I go to put the pajamas on her, like she knows we're going to bed, she gets all ready for booby and ready for sleepies and cuddles. And and uh, in the morning I take them off of her and she kind of like, 
I don't know. Maybe she knows. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. But it's cute. Dressing a baby is cute because she's like a little doll. Oh, my God. She's so funny. She's so funny. Also, those of you that don't know, today is uh, Dia de los Muertos, which is the Day of the Dead. And yesterday, I guess, was for, like, little kids who have passed away. Um, so our next-door neighbor, um, they, you know, they always have their ofrenda, which is where, you, you know, you put... All of you have seen Coco. I'm, assu- I'm, I'm assuming that you've all seen Coco. So you should know what I'm talking about. I knew about this stuff pre-Coco because downtown Santa Ana life... You know about this just because they have they used to have the big old Dia de los Muertos parades all in downtown San Ana on 4th Street and 1st Street like every year and we would go. We even went to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery um, up in LA one year. My older sister got totally freaked out because there was totally a vibe there which was cool. Like I mean I don't know. I believe in spirits and stuff like that because I just, I do, and I think it's ignorant to believe that, to not believe in spirits and that people have souls, you know? I just, personal opinion. But we went to the Forever Cemetery, and I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was just being in a cemetery, and they party literally all night. Like, you know, they have live bands, they have food vendors, they have booths they have all the candles and all of the what are those flowers called you know the orange flowers what are they called I forgot what they're called but the orange flowers I'll put up a thing and uh my older sister just totally got freaked out and we left because she she couldn't handle it we were younger but still maybe like 12 13 she was so yeah. And then uh, in downtown Santa Ana, there's the whole row where everybody has their altars set up. And, you know, some of them have tons and tons of family members. Some of them only have a few. And so our next door neighbor, this morning, I'm feeding the baby and eating breakfast and hanging out. And my next door neighbor knocks on the door and she came and she gave us all these flowers and uh, a pastry for... Um, someone who had passed away in our household, Alex's household. And it was really cool. And so then I set up a little, you know, a little miniature ofrenda and lit candles and incense. And it was just really nice. And I realized that that's something that when we move into our own home, that's something that I want to have. I want to have an area where we can have pictures of family that has passed away and incense and then, you know, on Dia de los Muertos, give them, and she also gave us fruits. She gave us some of this person's favorite fruits, as well as pastries. And I just think it's really cool to have a spot in your home, at least for us, at least for me, to have a spot in your home where you can see your family members who are no longer on this plane, but are still around, you know? And I mean, you know, fuck Disney, but Coco was an awesome movie. When Alex and I watched it, he cried. He cried. It was so sweet. It was so sweet. That movie's just freaking cool. That movie's cool. The whole storyline just seems believable. And also, the whole thing in that movie, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, 
you're welcome for the early warning uh the part where coco asked the skeleton guy um what happened to the one skeleton guy that disappeared even though he was a skeleton and already in the afterlife and then he disappeared coco was like what happened to him and he said the last person on earth passed away so the last person on earth to remember him died which means that he moved on to the final plane that we don't even know about right and there's this thing in uh egyptian culture where there's this whole saying that when it's i'm gonna you know mess it up completely but when the last person on earth to speak your name dies is when you fully get to rest or when you fully die and i I kind of believe that. I don't see how that, you know, like that. If somebody remembers you, you're still around. You know what I mean? Like you could still be around. Who knows really? But I feel like if somebody still remembers you, you're still around, you know? And I think putting up pictures and having just a special place for those people to be remembered and to be offered things or, you know, just taking a moment to look at them or light an incense or light a sage or whatever is really really cool and really really important for us people that are still alive to acknowledge that and acknowledge them and just keep that memory alive so i hope you all had a fabulous dia de los muertos i hope you enjoyed halloween and had a safe halloween as well I hope you enjoyed this episode brought to you by me. And I am now going to go eat my in and out because I'm starving. So have a great night and I will see you all next week. And, you know, I just, I love you and I love spending time with you guys. And it's just great. It's great. All right, bye.